This is the Talk About Jesus podcast, where tacos bring us together, and through that, we have deep and meaningful conversations about Jesus and what he is doing in and through our lives. This is the first episode of the Talk About Jesus podcast. It's a bit of an intro. I hope you enjoy it. Stay tuned. Welcome, everybody, to the first podcast. The first episode. I can't believe I'm doing this. I'm excited. I'm your host, Roy, and this is... Hi, I'm Megan. (laughs) This is exciting, isn't it, Megan? I am over the moon. (laughs) Over the moon. This is the Talk About Jesus podcast, um, where we eat some tacos and talk about Jesus. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. So, first first ever episode. Here we go. So... Normally, how I envision this podcast going is that I have a guest, and after we have eaten our tacos, I would ask them about said tacos and go from there. But since this is the first episode and I'm the host, I want you guys to know or get to know who I am and my story. So I'm actually going to be interviewed today by Megan, and she's going to do an amazing job because she's an awesome woman. No pressure. And no pressure at all. <laughs> okay, Roy, tell us about what kind of tacos that you got tonight, and where'd you get those from? All right. So the tacos tonight came from Tacos 1986 here in Pasadena. I got Garnisada tacos. They were amazing. How many did you get? I got two. Now, that doesn't even sound like, wow, that's a lot. Normally, I can eat like six tacos, but these tacos are really good because they use a five-inch uh, tortilla. This one, we like we like both like flour tortillas, and they do that. Not every taco place does flour. So two five-inch uh, carne salad tacos are more than enough for me. And as a side note, I did have a Mexican Sprite to drink. Wow, fancy tonight, fancy. Going all out for the first episode. So tell us a little bit about Tacos 1986. Is it like a typical taco truck, or what is it like? Oh, this one that we go to um, is an actual uh, establishment, a little hole in the wall. And when I look into it, it kind of looks like taco stands that I have used to from growing up um, back in the Imperial Valley. And when you talk about cost, is it hole-in-the-wall cost, or is it a little bit more than that? This one, I would say, is a little bit more than your typical hole-in-the-wall establishment. But I think it's worth it. Okay, so what's your overall take of tacos from Tacos 1986? I would say tonight was good, but not the best I've had from them. It seems like the last couple of times we've had them, they've not given us any kind of salsa, which who does that? Who You get tacos, you want some salsa. They didn't do that. This this uh, order we just had, um, they gave no salsa, and we asked for salsa on the side, which they didn't do that. We had salsa on our tacos, which I'm not a big fan of. I like to be in control of my salsa, and they didn't do that. It wasn't hot or spicy or anything like that. I just, you know, it's not my preference. And, I mean, to be fair to them, they do put some guac on their tacos, right? 
Yes, yes, they do. I like, and I love guac, as you call it. Oh, I'm sorry. Guacamole. Sorry, guacamole. <laughs> nice. So, uh, you think you'll be heading back there again? Uh, I think it's been one of our um, uh, spots to go to when we want tacos. Um, um, with this podcast, I'm eager to branch out and try new places, places that might be recommended to us by our listeners. That sounds good. Uh, do you have a favorite memory of getting tacos from somewhere? So I grew up in the Imperial Valley. Um, that's an hour and a half east of San Diego. Um, and it's close to the border. So growing up, my family, we would hop in the truck and go across the border. And my dad just seemed to know where all of the taco stands were. And I mean, taco stands like taco stand, not like a building or, you know, something, well, that you would think of now, like here in Pasadena, this was like a person on the side of the road. And every now and then we would go to an establishment, but it was usually kind of a stand outside outside somewhere. And it was, we always did it at night. We never did it during the day. It was always at night. Hmm. Um, but they were worth it. The only thing that was the drawback is when we left, we had to sit in traffic to get back across the border. That took like a long time. So, But I, I did enjoy going uh, across the border for tacos. So pretty authentic. Yes. I think I've had a lot of authentic tacos. I think it's hard for me um, – from going from something like that to here in LA, there's some really good tacos around, but you, I always feel like you'll you'll never get the same thing from across the border. I don't know why, but that's just how I how I see it. Can you tell us a little bit about what is your favorite thing about tacos? Um, I don't know if to get too deep on it, but it's like you don't usually have tacos by yourself. Like you're usually with somebody and, you know, and it's, it's fun. You know, I, I, if I, if I'm not going out to get tacos, I don't mind making the, the carne asada to make tacos myself and just having people over um, just a lot of memories of family, friends kind of coming around and just enjoying each other. Um, like my dad would always make carne asada growing up and, you know, even nowadays he'll, he'll do it. Um, and he's so awesome. Cause he'll even bring, um, Garnasada from the valley, which I I personally think is the best anywhere. That's why I get it from him. And he always gives us a lot when he comes. Okay, Roy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Roy. I am 38. I say that because I'm not sure. 38-ish. 38-ish, okay. <laughs> um, I am a dad. I'm first. I'm a husband. That's first and foremost. I'm a husband, and even before all that, you know, I'm a I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. Um, I love comics. I love Star Wars. Um, I love tacos, obviously. Um, yeah, I love a lot of things, and and I'm so eager to just share that with with people. And how you you called yourself a uh, follower of Jesus? So how did you come to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Okay, so. There's a, there's a little bit of a story, and I'm going to try to be as concise with it as possible. Um, I'm, I'm Hispanic, so not to sound cliche, but there's typically when you're Hispanic, you're usually Catholic. Um, I was baptized as an infant, don't really remember it. Um, 
didn't really our our family didn't really go to church um, that often. I didn't do any of the sacraments um, that are in the Catholic Church, but I knew Jesus. Well, I knew of Jesus, um, but I didn't have a relationship with him. Grew up at some at a seventh grade or eight no end of eighth grade. Uh, my parents split up, and so I was going through a lot with that. I uh, had a lot of depression, a lot of anger, and of course I. I uh, focused that on Jesus because I figured he's the only one that could have done anything and he didn't. Um, so in high school, I was really angry with God. And I remember in my sophomore year, I went to this thing called Fifth Quarter. It was like after a, a football game and it was like a Christian event. At the, it was like an uh, outreach to the high school and you would go to the football game and you would go to, back to the gym. Afterwards, they have pizza, they have games, and then they would tell you about Jesus. And I remember going with a friend because we wanted free pizza and so we did all this stuff and then they sat us down and they gave us you know the gospel message and the only thing i remember from that is uh the guy had talked about how jesus was going to separate everybody in from into like sheep and goats and the sheep get to go to heaven and the goats go to hell basically and i remember leaning over to my friend and laughing and saying oh man i'm a goat i'm gonna go to hell but I laughed about it, like, mm. like whatever. Like, it yeah. didn't really bother me. So that was that. And then, so my senior year, I was, I was going through a lot. And I remember at our high school, we could go home for lunch. Um, so, and I live right across the street from the high school, which is going to, it's going to matter a little bit. So I, I lived across the street from the high school. And every Wednesday, I would go home, or I would go home every day. But Wednesday, they, had, they would have the Christian club. And this girl, I don't even knew know if i knew her but she knew me somehow and every time she would pass I, mean, I would pass by the christian club to go home for lunch she would say roy jesus loves you and if i give the most honest version of myself i would reply f you and f jesus not using the letter if you can you know what i mean and so i remember that so going Graduated, um, I started doing this after school, not after school, summer work program. And I met um, this other girl who was a really pr- cool person. I knew we're kind of in high school, but I didn't really like, we weren't friends. Uh, and I knew her personality. And she was completely different from when I started, you know, working with her. And then she started telling me she had, she was going to church and she had accepted Jesus and I was like, really? And then she's like, yeah, you should come to church with me. And I was like, eh, you know, whatever. No. And so one day she asked me and I said, okay, I'll go. And I told her, though, I'll go if you pick me up. And she was like, okay, we'll pick you up. And she did like the bus ministry, <laughs> the bus ministry. And so it was a Sunday morning and they said, okay, we'll be there at 730 or something like that. Um, and then we'll go get some other people and then we'll go to church. And I said, okay. And you know me, Megan, like I am an early person. Mm-hmm. I like to be on time. Yep. I like to be early. And so I think it was 7.30 that they were going to pick me up. And so I was out there like at 6.45. You know, like that's just wow. that's just who I am, you know, and it's yeah. something that I'm working through. I'm working through it. Um, and so I waited outside on our little brick like ledge in front of my house. And, you know, 6.45, obviously no one's coming. 7 o'clock comes, no one's there. 
7.15, no one's there, obviously. And then I'm like, okay, 7.20, all right, 7.20, no one's there. 7.30, no one's there. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe they're coming. And then 7.35, 7.40, and I was like, okay, like, maybe gave them the benefit of doubt. We have some traffic lights and stuff in our in Raleigh, but not a lot. And we don't have traffic jams unless there's a train. And I didn't hear a train. You would hear a train um, in my town. And so I'm like, okay, where are these people? And I was just starting getting frustrated. And I'm like, God, like, if you wanted me to go to your church, then you would be here. Clearly, you don't want me to go. So 740 turned to 745, turned to 8. And, you know, and then a little bit past that. And I finally, I was like, you know what? No, God, I'm not good enough for you. Mm. Like the people who you care for is not me. Yeah. And so I, I just resigned myself and I'm like, you know, forget this. I'm going inside. So I stand up and as I stand up, I look to my left and then I look and a bus turns the corner. And this is like... (laughs) The ugliest bus I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it's a church bus. And so I was like, and I told myself that I think I'm just like, oh, that's got to be a church bus. And so, now, I forgot to say, by the way, this is a big key to this story. Where I lived across the street from the high school was right on the other side of this church. So you could have walked there. So I could have walked. But that was my whole point. Like I wanted God to show me that He cared about me. Like He, I'm like God. If you want me, to, I, I can walk, God. But I want you to prove to me yeah. that you care for me. So you know they come, and I finally they pull up and I get in, and they're like, "Roy, you made it!" And everyone like I have no idea who any of these people are except for my friend. And I was like, "Okay," <laughs> and so we go, and they were just super behind. You know, so we go do some other stuff. We finally get to the church and we go to the church and we're in the service. And again, I was raised Catholic. How church is done in the Catholic church is a lot different than yeah. in, the, in the Protestant yeah. type, you know, evangelical churches. Um, so I was thrown off there singing. People were like clapping, you know, stuff like that. Um, and so then they started, you know, the pastor started preaching. And I was listening and I was like, man, I've never heard this Jesus before. Who is this? Like, mm. that's not the Jesus that I know. Like wow. the, this person who cares, who loves you, who who sees all the stuff you've done and will forgive you if you just ask and repent. And I'm like, no, there's no way. Yeah. You know, so I hear everything and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. I've never heard that before. Yeah. And so we were done with church and we go. I go out and my friend's like, oh, I got to go to the restroom. I'm back. I'm like, I'm like, okay, but is there more church? Like, what do you do? Like, do we go home? And she's like, oh, there's Sunday school. And I was like, Sunday school? What is that? <laughs> like, I'm out of high school. Like, I don't even go to school anymore. What is Sunday school? She's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just like the youth group. And, we you know, we talk about Jesus and all that. I'm like, okay, can I go? Like, is that okay? And she's like, yeah, let me, let me go to the restroom. I'll be right back and I'll take you. I'm like, okay. So I'm waiting outside of this church. Again, I don't know anyone other than my friend. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like there. I'm like waiting. I'm like looking around. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, this person from behind comes up and like hugs me from behind. And I like freak out. I'm like, ah. And 
And I turn around really quick and I look and it's the girl from high school. And she told me, she's like, Roy, you finally made it. Wow. And I was like, even I wasn't a believer at that moment, but even I knew that meant something. Even wow. I knew I was like, whoa, like that's, that's real. Wow. And so after we did the Sunday school thing, I was like, okay, is there, is there more church? Like, what do we do now? And she's like, oh, you can go home now. I'm like, oh, is there more church? I'm like, what do you she's like? Oh, well, there's a evening service, but it's basically the same thing. And you, know, you don't have to come to that. I'm like, well, can I come? And she's like, yeah, I can. So this time I walked though. So this is how I, I, they didn't, they didn't drop me off. I walked home and then I walked back to the church. And so I, I go back and it's, you know, it's the same messages as in the morning. Um, but this time I was just really listening and I had a, like, I had a lot of negative stuff going on in my life. I had a lot of anger yeah. and every time the pastor would talk about how Jesus loves you and he wants you and he wants you to, you know, trust in him and everything that he died for you, his blood covered your sins. It all just, it made sense to me. And then, you know, at the moment where in this church, they, they, they did an altar call. Like if anybody wants to trust in Jesus, you know, you know, please come forward. And the only way I can explain it is that I felt a hand mm. press me, press against my back and like propel me forward. Wow. And, and I just kept feeling it all the way till I got to like the steps and I was like, I, I, I want to accept Jesus. Like, I, I need him. And all these men just came and they prayed over me. And, and I prayed and, and, and I was just like in tears. And I remember walking out that church that, that evening, the whole world looked different. Like, it looked brighter. It, it looked like I had never seen it in a, in a true sense. Now, it doesn't mean that I, that I became perfect, but my eyes were definitely open to what a world could possibly look like yeah. with Jesus. Wow. So that's kind of how, in a nutshell, how I uh, became a, a Christian. And obviously I've had a lot more um, time with that after. I think that picture of pursuit is really strong in your story. Even the idea of the bus coming to get you and pick you up. And take you there and how God pursues us. It's pretty incredible. What do you think the Lord's been teaching you lately? Mm. So one of the themes that it's, that's going to be evident in this podcast that I'm not going to really try to hide is that I'm in recovery. Um, I am a recovering porn addict. Porn addict, so if you can hear that. Um, and... I lived a life for so long, even in my walk with the Lord, um, in isolation, in desperately wanting to have male like relationships, you know, friends, but being so afraid of it that I, though I wanted it, I would retreat from it. And so in the last eight months or so, um, I, God was basically telling me, you, it's time. It's time for you to, to do that, to have those men in your life. And so I've been in a recovery group for, for a while now, um, but I started getting plugged in at church more. Um, you know, we had just gone to a new church, and so we've been there for eight months. And the Lord's just been like, I want you to do youth ministry. Not youth ministry, sorry. I want you to do uh, men's ministry. I want you to be involved with men. And so I've been in a, in a huddle, as we call it, at a church. Um, 
and just getting to know other men. Um, and I feel like that's what God's calling me, especially with my recovery. Uh, I want to be open and and available to to other men. And that's kind of what this podcast is about too, just that. And I'll, and I'll explain a little bit more later. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. What's one thing you don't want to share? Um, one thing I don't want to share. I'm I'm nervous about this. Like, I've always joked about doing a podcast. Um, you know, is my voice suck or are people really going to want to hear it? You know, all those kind of things. And I've always told myself, well, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I don't because I'm afraid. And and, I'm, and I think if the one thing I don't want to say is that I'm afraid. I'm afraid of a failure. Um, but yeah, and if, if, if this podcast gets one listener or one subscriber and somehow that, that it helps them in some way, then I think that would mean it so much more. So yeah, I would say right now I'm, I'm just anxious and a little bit afraid, but we're going to keep on trucking. Yeah. So what's your hope for the podcast? My hope for the podcast, like I said, um, so this podcast isn't just for like men, like obviously uh, we're, we're going to do an interview interview. Um, I'm going to interview you. Um, but I'm mostly, I think at times going to have a lot of guys on here and that's okay. Um, I want to connect with other guys. I want to out guys out there in the world to know that they're not alone. That maybe if they have this sense of isolation that they can, that, that they can know that there are other people who feel that way, but are also trying to fight against it. Um, I want to hear people's stories. I want to know how the Lord is moving in their life, because I think that helps me uh, empathize with them and sympathize with them. And I think those are keys for our, for my recovery, but also my walk with Jesus. And I want this podcast to be grounded in Jesus. That That's what it's about. It's about talking about Jesus. What is Jesus doing in our lives, um, in our motherhood or in our fatherhood, in our marriage, you know, in our singleness, um, stuff like that. That's kind of what I, I'm hoping for in the podcast. And on an epic quest for the very best tacos. And for an epic quest, I'm, I'm want to find the best tacos out there. And if anybody has great recommendations, feel free to email us and the email will be in the description of this podcast. Well, thanks, Roy. Thanks for sharing. Thanks, Megan. You're a great interviewer. And I'm the interviewee? Yep. All right. Thank you. Till next time, guys. I appreciate you all. Go find some good tacos. And remember, always talk about Jesus. Thank you again for listening to the Talk About Jesus podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, feel free to give us a like, follow us, Look for us on social media. If you have any comments or recommendations for a taco spot, feel free to email us. All of the information is in the description below. 